Good morning, Dr. Hansen. How y'all doing? Good morning. How are you? Hey, doing great. Everybody, welcome. We're excited to be here with Dr. Jonathan Hansen and World Ministries International. Live program today is Friday, June 30th, 2023. Dr. Hansen, you want to open us in prayer? Father God, I want to thank you, dear God, for this day and for the opportunity to serve you once again. Speak the truth, set people free. Bless, dear God, this program and Shannon Lord and everything that he does. Help us as we continue to sound the alarm all over the world, in every city and every nation. We'll give you glory. We'll give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Shannon, I got another good program today, but I also will give you a little teaser on next week. Now, I know you're into the demonic. You're into casting out demons, the deliverance ministry. And I'm going to be teaching tomorrow twice on the Leviathan spirit, marine spirits. Again, they are very strong. You've heard the word kraken. The marine kingdom is alive and believes they're the strongest among all the demonic kingdoms. And so we're going to go into this. I'm going to go into Shannon next week. Avatar. Christians are watching this. They're just sucking it up because they have no idea what demons are. They don't recognize one. They don't understand the Hinduism. Hinduism is all through Avatar. You know, these spirits are not friendly. They're demonic forces in waters who aim to rule and control the regions. It's people with anger, violence, and madness. You get into Avatar, if you remember, the use of the color blue. Hindu gods are depicted in the blue color. The color symbolizes immeasurable and all-pervading reality. They're formless Brahman. And so we're going to get into how in the movie, which is in Hinduism, leaving one's body temporarily, entering into another body. Humans are able to temporarily enter the body of Navy. The characters in Avatar are riding a flying dragon. This is all in Hinduism. And I don't know why we're glorifying people riding dragons anyway. Do you understand what the Bible talks about, the dragon I'm just appalled at what's going on in the Christian world, how ignorant it is. And we're going to talk about this, Little Mermaid and things like that. Have I tantalized you a little bit, uh, Shannon? Oh, yes, sir. I'm excited. This is one of my favorite subject areas. So this is going to be a good program, folks, tonight and next week. Yeah, it's and if you missed last week, get that too. That was awesome. <laughs> but this is, I'm teaching these two areas tomorrow. So you're going to hear one of them next week. I want to continue today on Joan Hunter, you know, Hunter Ministries, uh, Miracles. She holds consistently crusades, 50, 80, 100,000 people around the world. A lot of healings. I've known her for many years now. I not only interviewed her in my main television studio, which uh, you listen to, but in my social media studio for radio and social media. Sometimes we use it for television. But we're going to talk about miracles again. She uses a word, procrastination on steroids. First time I heard that terminology, but I liked it. Procrastination on steroids. Why some people never seem to get it done. And then we're going to go into my teaching on the etiology of demons and people. So let's begin. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagles Saving nations. And I want to welcome you to the warning program, wherever you're watching or listening throughout the United States or around the world. Welcome. I have a special guest, a friend of mine, Joan Hunter. Joan Hunter is a compassionate 
minister. We just did a television program. Compassion flew out of her. You know, Jesus moved with compassion, and that's what made him effective. Uh, Jesus was a dynamic teacher. Joan is. And uh, Joan is an accomplished author. But most importantly, she's an anointed healing evangelist. So she's devoted her life to carry the message of hope, deliverance, and healing to the nations. Uh, Joan, welcome to the Warning Program. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have you. And uh, I've known you for many years, and this is Probably the first time 15. I got you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least 15 years, and I finally got you here. Okay. Great. Now you're going to have to come back. Okay, sounds good. Okay. So, uh, Joan, we just did a great interview on television. Uh, it will reach millions and millions of homes. One of our contracts recently, a couple months ago, another 300 million homes. And why do we want to go as broad as possible? Because more people can be helped. More people can be healed. More people can be Absolutely, saved. Yes. So we want to reach as many people as possible with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, Joan, now, if you did not see that, television program, go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. It will be on the website, worldministries.org. Now, Joan, you gave so many great testimonies. And again, uh, this is a different audience. You could do the same or you could do something different. Some people might be watching and listening to both, but most will not. But uh, again, I know that you just came from several countries and you're going now on a, on a great trip to countries. Yes. But uh, why don't you just uh, start where you think the Holy Spirit is leading you? Well, what I'm sensing, you know, and just kind of really praying about what to share here is uh, that there is many of you that are listening, watching, whichever medium you happen to have, is that right now there, there's so much that you want to do, but you have excuses okay. or, or even reasons why you can't. Yes, yes. And, uh, and that God wants to abolish all of that. Uh, I have a book called Power Prophetic Vision. Basically, it's about getting you out of your comfort zone Good. and do what you were born to do. Walk out your destiny. Wow. And uh, and it's just, it's an amazing book because I've been there. Yes. And I've been back behind the scenes. Yes. You know, serving my parents, Charles and Francis Hunter, instead of out front. Being told when I was younger, like in first, second, third grade, I was dumb, stupid, ignorant, retarded, never amount to anything, never be able to read or write. Wow. I now have 27 books out. One of my publishers has commissioned me to write uh, five new books. So I'm going to be working on that this month, uh, and and doing doing that while um, you know while I'm I'm at home and traveling and different things like that. And uh, and I'm like, wow, you know, like 27 isn't enough, God. And He says, no. And I said, okay. One of is going to be on hope wow. because without hope, where would we be? There's the world has been filled with fear. Now we've got to remove the fear, but fill it up with hope. Good. And it's going to be really awesome. Good. And uh, there's things that maybe teachers have said, you know, parents have said, like, don't ever start anything because you never finish. Okay. Those are curses spoken over you that you need to cut them off. Wonderful. And it's like the doctor has said, told me, year 2000, you've got breast cancer. You have about two years to live. Wow. That was 23 years ago. Oh, my. Hallelujah. Yes. So God healed me, healed me a broken heart, all that kind of stuff. 
So I have a platform here to share that whatever your reason, whatever your excuse is, we've got to get rid of all of that. I'm too old. I'm too, let me tell you, I turned 70 this year and I'm like, I, you know, number one, I'm still shocked about that. But I'm doing great, feeling great for, especially for 70. I remember how old I thought 70 was. Yeah. It's not, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. There you go. Like, you know, we're not, we're not that old. We're still going all over the world. I feel, I still feel like a young pup. I, I do too, yes. And, uh, but it's so exciting. But see, the world is trying to stop you. The enemy's trying to stop you. And this is something I've been praying over people is to cut off the assignment of death over your destiny, Good. which is procrastination on steroids. Wow. And it's wow. causing you just to, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And you never get around to it. There you go. And then you're dead. And all those things that God told you to do, you never got around to do. Wow. Okay. And so there are things in your life spiritually for God and personally and, and you just keep putting them off and putting them off and putting them off. Whereas God says, now is the time. Now is the time to do this. Now is the time to get your book out. Now is the time to to get your 501c3. Now is the time to get new clothes. And you go, what do I need new clothes are? For traveling. Get new pictures for your website. Things like that. This is your time and for turnaround time for in your life. And that assignment of death over your destiny is broken off. You say... What assignment of de my destiny? Why do I have an assignment of destiny over my life? A, a, de a sign of death. What it is, is the enemy knows what's going to happen when you walk out your destiny. When you walk out your he knows what's over there. And he's going to do anything and everything in his power to stop you. Because he knows what you're going to accomplish. If you get Rip that assignment of death off of your destiny. Rip it off of you in Jesus' name. Write the book. Do this. Start working on getting recordings. Start your, get your website. Get your this. Get, you know, do your Facebook. Do whatever it takes. But you know what? Get ready for what God's calling you to do instead of putting it off, putting it off, and putting it off. Delay, 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 delay. The word says no more delays. Amen? Wow. Hallelujah. You know, I, I like that, that terminology procrastination on steroids you know i've been urging somebody an apostolic leader a son of mine get out of the boat get out of the boat get yes, out of the get boat. Out of your comfort zone and uh, yeah and some people want to wait till they retire what are you waiting for your retire some people retire and they die get out of the boat let me let me give you a good word here this uh you know we, we've talked you know on the tv show and here about the power of your words okay and when you say you're retired you're repeating how tired you are. You're re just, repeating tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, you know. Soon as you said it, that was my thought. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, and then you have people that retire and then they just kind of slump down there. I'm so tired. I'm retired. You know, instead of like, you no, know, God's freed you from what you were doing so you could do more for him. Good. So good. I'm refired. Hallelujah. Hey. That's the way to say it. Absolutely. I'm refired. I'm refired. I have gone for years and years, and even I still do it. I mean, I said it years ago, but I say it everywhere I go. I am, what is there to retire from? Have we won the battle? Have mm -hmm. we? Are we done? Yeah, are we done? We're have so we won the done. world for Christ? <laughs> There's no such thing as retirement for you and I, Joan. That's right. It's not in our vocabulary. Right. 
You know, uh, and hope, faith, and victory. I, I preached an article. I wrote about it. Hope, faith, and victory. I'm glad you said about hope because we. if you lose your hope, you don't have faith because you gave it up. Hope, faith, victory. Joan? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, and there's, there, in a, across America, and really I know this goes around the world, but not only in America but around the world, people have lost their faith. They have lost their hope. That's and right. Like so tired of waiting, so tired of waiting. Yes. Well, but the word says wait on the Lord. What does that I mean, in English? What's bad is that we have two meanings for many words, two or three. Like you know, you wait, and you just wait, or you wait by serving a waitress. You wait on the Lord. You serve the Lord, and as you're serving the Lord, He will speak to you about your next. Good, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're enjoying this again. Uh, Special guest, Joan Hunter, you're on the warning program, uh, television, radio, whatever you're tuning in to watch or listen to, shortwave. Uh, Again, Joan Hunter moves around the world, healing evangelist, and she sees miracles. Uh, Again, Joan... Everywhere. Everywhere. Not just in services. Tell the people uh, your website. How can they find you? JoanHunter.org. J-O-A-N-H-U-N-T-E-R dot O-R-G. Joan Hunter, again, uh, I'm telling you, I met her years ago. I I don't even know when, probably 15 years ago, first time here at World Ministries International, but it will not be the last time. Okay. So, Joan, give another story, another illustration. Okay. Um, I was working a little bit late the other night. This is just literally just a couple months ago. Okay. And I'm responsible. I take care of all the food when we're in town. I cook and prepare. And then, like, my husband will do the cleanup, et cetera. And so I'm like, okay, I worked later, about an hour later than anticipated, which is the time to prepare the main dish. So I asked my assistant, call the barbecue place, order a pound of brisket. I got all the rest of it at home. And I've never done that in 18 years of living there. I've never done that. Wow. And so I go by and they said, I said, Hunter, six o'clock. He says, Hunter, 615. I said, okay, I'm fine. So I, you know, I could sit and wait. I've got my whole office and my telephone, you know, and I can, I can work around the world on that. And uh, so I'm just sitting there and he comes out and he brings the brisket out and, uh, you know, puts it in the car. And then he says, let me go get you a drink. Okay. And uh, so he goes back in and gets me a drink. So he hands it to me in, you know, like in the window, you know, passes it to me. And he has what appears to be a carpal tunnel band on. Okay. At that point, that's my hands that are going up, armed and dangerous to lay hands on him. That's a sign he needs a miracle. Sure. So I asked him, I said, may I pray? And he goes, sure. You know, and I said, you have carpal tunnel? He said, no. I thought, okay, how did you hurt your hand? He says, I got it caught in the freezer. And it took my thumb, bent it all the way back, destroyed all the tendons, muscles, and ligaments in my thumb. And I said, are you in pain? He goes, yes. Wow. And the only thing he can do now by working is he puts food in the car for people. That's all he can do because yes. of so much pain. Yes. So I prayed for him. And, and I said, now, you know, say, thank you, Jesus. And he goes, thank you, Jesus. I said, now wiggle your thumb a little bit. And then he willed it, willed it, willed it. And he goes, I mean, it t- pain was totally gone. It was just like awesome. He goes, I don't know who you are, but I love you. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. So he opens the door to go back in to the restaurant and he screams, ah, that lady, I just got healed, you know, and was screaming, a restaurant full of people probably 75 to 100 the whole staff knew how bad he was hurting and he's going and he goes look look you know and it's like 
roughly 100 people yeah. just got witness to. Yes, yes. And I like that. I mean, where He didn't know who Joan Hunter was. There you go. He just knew it was Hunter, 6 o'clock. There you go. <laughs> I mean, we need to be led by the Spirit, Joan, anywhere we go. Mm-hmm. I remember on Northwest Airlines, now they're the Delta, and I, I was sitting there, and they had bumped me up to first, and uh, the Lord said, go pray for the, the stewardess. I walked up to her. I said, can I pray for you? You have cancer. She dropped her trays. All of the stewardess came like I assaulted her. She said, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Uh, he, he, he's going to pray for me. God showed him that I had cancer. Prayed for him right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be led by the Spirit, Joan. Absolutely. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. It doesn't have to be a service. It doesn't right. have to be a crusade. It can be in a mall. And you don't have to run around and rub your hands together and try to muster up the anointing. There you, you go. walk in the anointing. <laughs> yeah, as I That's jokingly right. say, but seriously, we don't walk under condemnation, yes. mustard or anything like yes. that. We walk in, and we don't walk in condemnation either. But see, God's going to put people in front of us to pray for. Now, I have never done that in 18 years. Wow. Stop and pick up brisket. Okay. I've, I've eaten from there maybe once or twice in 18 years. Sure, sure. So that was like, just give me some brisket from there that was like just a, a fluke of a situation wow. but it was an anointed fluke of a situation sure, sure. and and as and god will lead you where to go what to do you know it's like i just the other day i said i just really want to go to this particular place and it was a place to shop and yeah. so i go in yeah and there's a lady really hurting sure you know and i can see that she's really hurting it's like there go the hands you know and i said may i pray for her? she goes oh, that'd be great you know, and it's like they're praying. God sends somebody to pray with me, and you find him at a at a retail store. Yes, yes. And they and they know that God sees them and orchestrates their step, and it's just amazing what God did. Totally, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the God that walked in Old and New Testament. They're actually one book. This is the God of Peter, James, and John. I'll tell you what, we serve the same God. He does the same things for those that do not doubt. Right. We believe. We believe in what God said, and we act upon it, Joan. We do. I mean, and the thing is, is God's looking for people that will say yes. But not only is he looking for people that will say yes, he's looking for people to say yes with follow through. Yes. Okay. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You see him a year or two later, and they haven't done it. I know. I know. I know. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a partner with your ministry. Da, 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 and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> We've got to be people of our word. Hallelujah. Again, procrastination on steroids. Yes. And, but see, uh, the, enemy's, he's, the enemy's trying to stop us. Oh, totally. You know, from totally. doing, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. The enemy's trying to stop you because he knows how God's going to use you in a supernatural way. Yeah. If he can stop you from getting out of the boat, you'll never walk on water. That's right. In other words, move on what God showed you. Move if he says, move into whatever, city, state, country, go to this restaurant, you know, get out of your job, move. If you know it's God, move and you will see miracles, Joan. You will, everywhere you go. And and it's so incredibly exciting with what God is doing and what, what we're seeing. And literally, 
all over the world, all over the world. But what's fun is that I love to pray for the sick, but I also love to teach and train people how to do it themselves. Good. Because the Word of God says that we as believers are going to lay hands on the sick and we're going to see them recover. It doesn't say all of those that have gone through Bible college. Yes, Or yes. all of those, you know. Now, I recommend study because the Word says to study to show yourself approved. And I do healing school. I do healing training and all that kind of stuff, you know, teaching you how to do that. <clears throat> well, like again, <clears throat> several mega churches I've been involved with, but again, letting the believer knows that they are a flame of fire, that they're yes. a minister of the gospel, that they can lay hands on the sick. Yes. And this is the key. You turn the whole congregation on and boom, you break out of the walls. Yes. And the thing is that you need to understand, I know you understand this, but those that are listening, that you are just as anointed as I am. Yes. Because it's Jesus that does the healing through me. Yes. And wants to do it through you too. Yes. Yes. And, and that is so beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, this is a warning program. You're listening, watching. Uh, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to have another great awakening. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. we got to get into the stadiums and let Pentecost come upon the believer again so they can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation and take back of America. Joan? Amen. And, and I totally agree. The word says to pray for Israel, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but it also says to pray for your country, pray for those that, that have are in charge leadership-wise, politically and everything, and you need to take that upon you seriously of what God has called you to do. Totally. Again, this is Joan Hunter. And, and Joan, uh, tell them again how they can find you. JoanHunter.org. JoanHunter.org. Again, an anointed healing evangelist. I think you can already tell dynamic teacher. And so uh, I, I love what she does. Devoted her life to carry the message of hope, deliverance, and healing to the nations. And much more than trying to be the Lone Ranger, equipping, developing, discipling yes. the believers so they can do the works of the ministry. That's what brings revival. Right. I'm getting ready to go to Kenya in a couple of months, and we're taking down my manuals, my healing manuals down there. And I'm going to train up <clears throat> one to 2,000 pastors on each side of Kenya. Okay. And then I'm going to let them pray for the people of Kenya. Yeah. Good, good. Make a deposit down there. <laughs> That's for sure, Joan. We yes. need a deposit all over the world. And uh, I always tell people I move with revival. Yes. You know, people say I'm praying for revival. I move with revival. I am revival. revival. In me. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, exactly. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We move with revival. I saw this guy the other day and he had a revivalist on his shirt. And I'm yeah. like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joan. Look into this camera and say anything you want, however the Lord's leading you right now. This is your time. This is your season for you to really develop into. And if something, oh, I'm too old. Yeah, like we're not too old to do this kind of <laughs> stuff, you know. But the thing is, you are not too old. This is your time and your season to move into what God has for you, what he's called you to do, and get rid of all the excuses, get rid of all the things that is keeping you from doing it. Some of you go, oh, I'd love to go on a mission trip with you, but I don't have the money i'd love to go to israel with either jonathan or joan i that'd be great but i don't have the money 
Watch your mouth. If God wants you to go, God will supply your every need. He'll take care of all that. You want to do this? I'd really like to go to your healing school. I'd really, okay, but you don't have the money. Number one, shut your mouth up. Wash your mouth out with Holy Ghost soap. Cut the words off and say, you know what? You are going to fund what you've called me to do in Jesus' name. And Father, you've called me to go to Africa. You've called me to go to Israel. You've called me to do whatever. And it's God will provide a way. But we've got to get our mouth in line with that. And let me just tell you what. Today is your day to start the steps of walking out your destiny. Wow. Again, I always tell them, stop the stinking thinking. That's right. And move into your destiny. Yes. By our own words, we condemn our future. Absolutely. And uh, as a man thinketh, so is he. We need to transform our mind with the word of God and literally believe it. Joe? Yes. Amen. And, you know, because here you are. Now, one of the hardest things in the world, but one of the most awesome things in the world is being the daughter of Francis Hunter. Sure. Okay. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, she was the most vivacious, wild, anointed, incredible miracles happened. You know, da, 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 da. And, you know, it's like people came to services for mom to pray. Yes. And then there, there was, I don't, I don't want you. You know, you're you're just their daughter, you know. Wow. And and the thing is, it's like I am the daughter, but I'm a mighty woman of God called by God. And, you know, and everybody can even today, people still compare me to my mom, which is, is nice. Well, you're not like your mom. I'm, there's a lot of things about me that I am like my mom. But God didn't call me to be another Francis Hunter. God, God called me to be a Joan Hunter. And there are some some of you that are. I'll never be as good as my wife. I'll never be as good as my husband. I'll never be as good as my parents. But God doesn't want you to be as good like goodness as they were. But you need to be who God's called you to do. Today is your day. Today is your day. Beautifully said. Be who God has called you to be. I don't try to be Billy Graham. I don't try to be uh, others. I try to be me. I know what God has called me to do. And God has taken me. We can be. There you go. Just be what God has called you to be and watch where he takes you. I'll tell you, Joan, it's been a tremendous ride since 1985 when I left law enforcement because of my first vision and dream. And I I don't have time to go into it. They have heard it. But uh, it's been a tremendous ride as I got out of the boat. Yes. And see, the thing is, if you want to walk in the supernatural, you can't stay in the boat. There you go. But I can't walk on water. Who can? There you go. Jesus? Jesus. And because Jesus, Peter believed in Jesus, he and, and came according to his word. How many disciples did Jesus actually call out of the boat that didn't come? That's right. Only one went. That's right. And Peter walked out his destiny. That's right. Again, you've been listening, watching The Warning Program. Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and help us bring another great awakening. Special guest, Joan Hunter. Give your website again. JoanHunter.org, O-R-G. Watch this now and listen and order the book, The Science of Judgment. If we don't have a great awakening, God help this nation. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. 
Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man Can Turn into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in Charge of This World, Not Jesus, if laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. This is Dr. Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening, United States or around the world, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a struggle in America today. In fact, we're in a struggle in every nation on earth. The Bible talks about these end times and how, again, more and more demonic activity, satanic attack will come on all of us as leaders of nations of the world, leaders of governments. They're being influenced by demons. And it's only going to get more and more vicious. The science of judgment goes into this. Again, how can you ever kill a baby and call yourself civilized? Yet we've done it for a long time. We are in a vicious, ugly, dangerous world where even the most holy is not protected any longer. I did a series. I'm continuing that series. The first one was titled Demons. The second one, Demons Are Organized. The third one, Can Christians Have Demons? And now today, the etiology of demons in people. Now, if you haven't seen those others or listened, go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. 
and click on TV, radio, and you can look them up. I think we need to study this. You need to look at it hard because demons are influencing so many people today and possibly they're influencing you, your family, your spouse, your church, people in the church. They're certainly in the White House, Congress and other areas, in our Congress in Washington State. And most people, the sad thing is they don't recognize it, they don't discern it, they can't cast them out, can't deal with it. So they're just blindsided, they're slapped all over the place, some of them die needlessly because we're ignorant in this area because frankly the church is so backslidden. When I grew up, churches I attended, they knew these subjects and they cast out demons. Today, it's rare. It's rare that pastors will speak on it. Certainly most pastors can't do it. Say, are you condemning them? No, but I think God does. God does. See, I've been ordained since 85. One of the strongest denominations in the world I was a part of, still ordained in a fellowship, same statement of faith. But I'm telling you, God is not happy with the clergy. I'm not happy with the clergy. We're losing America because the clergy doesn't understand their authority, their power, their responsibility. And we're in deep trouble. The etiology of demons in people, let's look at it. Now I'm looking and using as my source the Bible, first and foremost, Dr. Drew Roos, who teaches Advanced Deliverance 1 and 2. If you want to ever take some of our courses, World Ministries International School of Theology, on my website, worldministries.org. Also using other sources that deal with the demonic, like The Steps to Freedom in Christ by Neil Anderson. So we're going to be looking at the etiology of demons in people. The etiology, the origin of demons in people. Doctors look at this in your family history for disease. Do you have a history of cancer? There is an etiology. There is a beginning. There is a root cause. And we trace it back. Where does it come from? Did it originate in your family history? Has it never been broken? This is a live audience. We do have children present and it's in the campus of World Ministries International in our chapel. Let's look at what they call the tree of life. Again, when I deal with deliverance, I dealt with one last week, several days. You do an intake evaluation. The tree of life. Let's look at a Christian's tree of life. This is a born-again, spirit-filled Christian. However, as I look at this person's tree of life, I see a problem. I see rejection, hurt, bitterness, Anger, resentment, rage, a desire to get even with a person who hurt them. We talked about man is a trinity, spirit, soul, and body. We talked about how demons, what part of man can they enter, the body. We talked about our emotions. Are your emotions wrong? Everybody has worry, but you don't have to take it to an extreme, unnecessary worry. We're supposed to apply the word of God and trust in God and leave it there. But if you can't seem to leave it there and you're filled with anxiety, you're filled with all sorts of turmoil, you're ready to have a breakdown, you've opened the door for the demonic activity in your life. That's really a sin. People don't realize that we can, by our emotions, sin. What are we singing? We're sinning against ourselves. As well as violating the word of God because the Lord wants you to trust in him, right? He wants you to trust in him. Can we trust in God? That's an easy statement, but most, a lot of people don't. They say they do, but then they need some type of medication to calm themselves or tranquilizers. That doesn't tell me you trust in God too well. You judge the tree by its fruit. 
If I'm standing under a tree on the ground by my feet are apples, it's reasonable for me to assume that I'm standing under an apple tree. Standing under another tree and there are oranges under that tree, it would be reasonable for me to think I'm standing under an orange tree. We have many trees on our property. It is reasonable to assume that you're standing under the tree that bears the fruit, whether it's cherries, plums, what have you. We have cherries, we have plums, we have other trees. By the same token, if I'm standing under a person's tree of life and I see rejection, hurt, bitterness, anger, resentment, rage, a desire to get even with somebody, I'm looking at the work of the devil. That's not the work of God. You know, this is sort of elementary and common sense if you just think about it. Are you so mad at somebody, anybody that says anything, you you spout off like a volcano? Now, I don't care how good of a Christian that people perceive you are or you think you are. We have to judge ourselves if we have these type of emotions. Maybe we need deliverance. This born-again, spirit-filled Christian is hurting. You can look up Proverbs 3.18, Proverbs 11.30, Proverbs 13.12, Proverbs 15.4, Revelation 12.2. Each emotion mentioned could be personalities or personality companions. If I were to rebuke bitterness out of the individual's mouth, bitterness said, no, I am not going to leave, unquote. It has met the qualities of the personality we spoke of previously. Now, I spoke on this. Again, if this is your first time tuning in, go to my website, worldministries.org, and look at the other topics I spoke on on demons. They have personalities. They have qualities that show you they are a personality. If it does not manifest in a definite manner upon rebuke, it could be a memory, not a demon. A memory. Now, our memory, sometimes we need healing of our memory. Sometimes we need to get off that track of using our memory and condemning ourselves. Do you condemn yourself with your memory? If I were, again, to deal with a, a demon of bitterness and it doesn't manifest, possibly, again, that's an heart issue that needs inner healing. Ezekiel 12, 7 The Spirit goes back to God who gave it. Therefore, as you minister, be aware of the fruits of the tree of life. Most people will tell you exactly what their problems are. If you ask them, they'll tell you. Most people. I'm telling you, I'm scared to death of airplanes. You know, many people have said that. That tells me that spirit of fear has produced that track under the tree. What he did to me is awful. He used me and cast me aside for another woman, but he'll get his. God knows he'll get his. That's another statement. See, this this person wants vengeance, wants revenge. You'll be surprised how much is in the last statement. There is rejection, bitterness, hate, vengeance, and mockery. He'll get his. Yeah, what he did to me, but he's going to get his. You know, the Bible says that God will judge, not you. Some people want to judge. They don't want to leave it up to God to judge. And then they get filled with all sorts of problems in life, emotions that lead to real diseases or emotions that open up to demonic activity. It can do both. And there can be both, a mixed diagnosis. Again, demons can enter the body, but not the spirit. We covered this. A 30-year-old woman with three children who has been married four times tells us she was forced to have sex with her father at the age of 13. 
She says that she and her husband are on the verge of breaking up. She then says to us, can you help me? Okay, let's follow that statement. Body, soul, spirit. When the demon stays free for an extended period of time, it becomes tracks or grooves or ruts are cut into the memory system when it's been for a long time. Ruts and tracks. Some people can't seem to get out of the rut. They're in a rut. They're in a rut. They can't get out of that demonic rut. The 30-year-old, I'm going to go over it, woman with three children who has been married four times, three children four times, tells us she was forced to have sex with her father at age 13. She says that she and her husband are on the verge of breaking up. She then says to us, can you help me? So this brief statement, you can tell many things through the gift of discernment of spirits. The fact that she's been married four times would indicate there could be a demon of divorce, harassing and afflicting her. The fact that she has been molested by her father could indicate that she is frigid and could be the reason why she's having an awful time with married life. She definitely would be a candidate for a demon of rejection. There's a strong possibility that the personality companions of unforgiveness and hate could be present also. A victim of incest, if they don't really submit themselves to God, and sometimes they need a lot of help with a good pastor that knows what he's doing, they'll be miserable the rest of their life. I know this. I've studied it both in law enforcement and the ministry. I've dealt with it. All of these things could be involved. You can't counsel a demon. It must be cast out. Now today, pastors don't know how to do it, a lot of pastors, so they just send you to their counseling service, and you can counsel for 20 years, and the person's still messed up. I dealt with a person just the other day for two days. He's been going counseling for three years. What does it take three years for? Other than the person doesn't know what they're doing, but they're charging $175 an hour, uh, that's good business. Doesn't take me three years. Emotionally charged memory, inner healing, extensive counseling. Inner healing is cleaning up the debris. Counseling is putting the building back up. What do you counsel them? You counsel them in the word of God if you know what you're doing. You deal with that unforgiveness if you know what you're doing as a good pastor. But it doesn't take 20 years, it doesn't take three years. So these few examples should show you the importance of the tree of life. Judge a tree by its fruit. If the tree is producing the fruits of the Spirit, it is of God. It is of God. I remember a person once had a trouble getting out of their car. They finally made it in, had a tumor size of a baseball on their arm. They were sick, very sick. My wife saw demons dancing around them. I called them up front, had a couple people join me, and I started casting out spirits right there. She saw them run through the room, and then I prayed for a healing. The tumor immediately shrunk in front of everybody's eyes. We cast out demons. We prayed for the healing. Her lump was caused from demonic spirits. Caused her a real tumor, huge baseball. Sometimes that happens with all sorts of sicknesses cancers. Galatians 5, 22 through 33, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes is love, joy, peace, patience. What's patience? And even temper forbearance. Nobody wants to be married to someone always ready to bite your head off. You might like it, but I don't like sharks or a Simba. We don't need to have uncontrollable anger. It just isn't necessary. There's a problem. There is a problem. 
that needs to be dealt with, either inner healing, forgiveness, spirits, but that shouldn't happen. Gentleness, self-control. Self-control is what? Restraint, self-restraint. Again, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Persistence, evil, or destructive emotions. We minister to a man who would look at the microphone held in the preacher's hand and see it as a male sex organ. This man was supposed to be born again. Spirit-filled Christian who did not want to be this way. His problem began when he was forced to have oral sex with a cousin at age nine. Etiology of diseases, etiology of demons. Doctors, again, do this if you have a disease to trace it back and see if it's genetic from your parents, whatever. Good deliverance ministers do the same thing. Can we find an open door where this whole thing started? At age 17, he asked his mother about having these unnatural sex thoughts. She told him it was very normal for a man to have such thoughts. I don't think it's very normal. I don't ever remember seeing a pastor preach with a microphone and thinking that's a sex organ. That's not normal. She told him it was normal. This same man listened to a demon of murder and planned to go to the attempt to kill me, although he barely knew me. It took four of us two and a half hours to exercise the demons, spirits. I remember in Singapore on a Friday night service, we had about a thousand people praying. I was a fifth of the congregation and uh, pretty good for prayer. Huge churches don't have sometimes nobody hardly. We also had six o'clock every, every morning, hundreds of people praying, 6 a.m. Not sleeping, I'm saying praying. Got out of bed to come to the church and pray before work. This is a good example of persistent evil thoughts. It was also a good example of seven worse than himself. Incest was the strong man. Incest was the strong man. However, murder was also in this man. Thank God for his mercy and protection. Thank God this man is free and serving him today. So what are we talking about, ladies and gentlemen? We're talking about the etiology of demons in people. Again, I started off weeks ago with demons. That was number one. Then demons are organized. Number two, can Christians have demons? And today, the etiology of demons. If you haven't seen or listened to the others, go on my website, worldministries.org worldministries.org. I'm saying these things because this is serious. Unless you want your family to continue to be pestered and sometimes even destroyed, marriages broken up, suicide, because you just want to ignore, ignore it. You don't want to deal with it. Religious error. A demon will defend its doctrine person will separate from saints over doctrine. These are religious spirits. You know, let, let's take a simple doctrine, pre, mid, or post-trip. I don't care what you hold. I know what I believe by my studies, but I would never separate from others and uh, over the position that if you hold a different view, because frankly, until it happens, it's still a theory. It can't be proven. Now, I could try to, Defend my position, I think it's pretty strong, but uh, I don't care if you hold the others. It's not important. I don't care about soul sleep. If some people, my goodness, if you don't believe what they believe, let's say you're in the grave and you're just asleep until Jesus returns, and maybe I believe you're in paradise instantly, your body's in the grave, but you want to differ with me, that's fine. But if you separate over such what I call nonsense, that's a doctrine of a demon. That's a religious spirit. It's religious error. 
Are we following us? We shouldn't separate over these things. Not at all. We are in a fight for our survival. We need to unite together. Deal with the real issues that come, in, come in against you and I. First Timothy 4.1, but the Holy Spirit distinctly and expressly declares in the latter days some will turn away from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach. Doctrines that demons teach. If you're going to cast out a religious spirit, you better bring your lunch. It takes a while. It's not an easy thing. You might take several days. You might have to fast. We are in a society that is delusive. It's de under deception. It's directly and directed at the church. We are coming under satanic attack. The gift of discerning of spirits is not working in our churches as it should, and people are deceived. In one denomination, Dr. Roos cast out numerous spirits called the Virgin Mary. Wow. The same religion has other doctrines of demons in practice. Spirits called the Rosary, Mother Mary, Confirmation, Confessional, Sacred Heart of Jesus, etc. When you cast out demons out of religious spirit, people that have religious spirits, sometimes this is what is named. 1 Timothy 2.5, 1 Timothy 2.5 that there is only one God and only one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. The man Christ Jesus. There's no other way. You have all these religions with other ways, whether it's Buddha, Hinduism, Mohammed. There are so many. Hare Krishna, Mother Mary. There is only one mediator between God the Father, the man Christ Jesus. One. There are many other false doctrines which have opened the door for demon spirits to torment the minds of people in that area. For example, once saved, always saved. Prosperity and confession means messages as taught with reference to Cadillacs and mansions. Are you hearing me, people? Some of you that believe in this nonsense and you, you have a real problem in your house with your husband, with your spouse, with other people, you're always screaming and hollering, May I say humbly, you might have spirits in you. And you probably have to go to another church to a pastor that knows how to deal with it. We all sin a little every day. That's why we're supposed to judge ourselves daily. That's why we're immediately supposed to say sorry. You know, even if it's whatever you get upset with your spouse, come on, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. If you do, I'm telling you, you got a problem. Forget the art. You got a problem. Because you're violating the word of God right there. That's too much selfishness then. Out of balance, healing and deliverance teachings and more. These forms of religious error are not producing the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but causing division among the body of Christ. They also lift up the doctrines of men as well as men themselves. Demons are truly speaking from our pulpits, I believe, as never before. And this is a direct statement from Dr. Roos, who's also a minister. Demons are speaking from our pulpits like never before. We must be careful because our soul is at stake. We try the spirits to see if they be of God. If something does not bring profit to the kingdom of God, it is not of God. It is not of God. The statement, healing went away with the apostles. Good night. I see healing everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. 
I was just with Joan Hunter, Joan Hunter Ministries. She was with me, healing everywhere she goes. Joe Kirkward, healing everywhere he goes. What is this? Obviously, that's a wrong error. That's a false teaching. It's a doctrine of demons. Prof, apostles and the prophets are not for today. That's not what my Bible says. Until we're all complete. The church isn't complete. The church is a mess. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Watch my other programs. Demons, demons are organized. Can Christians have demons in today? The etiology of demons and people. We need your prayers. We need your support to stay on this local television station. God bless you. Shannon? Hey, this was a powerful interview and teaching today. I really enjoyed it. Folks, we're live with Dr. Jonathan Hansen of World Ministries International. Dr. Hansen, tell people how they can find you on the web and how they can partner and support your ministry. My website is worldministries.org, worldministries.org. On the website, it's it just flooded with information that I believe you're going to love from thousands of pastoral articles. You just click on the top of it, push reading. There's also the thought of the day each and every day. TV and radio are on seven days a week. Click on that on the top. It'll take you to our TV and radio channels. You can watch or listen right from the website if you don't get the channel in your area. Also giving. Various forms of giving. PayPal, Zelle, Warning at World Ministries. We need your support. Frankly, we've been critically short. I know a lot of ministries have that I talk to. This is a bad time in America. But if we don't sound the alarm, we're not going to have an America. My website also has Eagle Saving Nations. I need you to partner with me on Eagles Saving Nations. We're trying to get into the NFL stadiums, the NBA arenas, civic centers, ice hockey stadiums, all of it. We need Pentecost to come down upon the people attending so they can go forth without fear and intimidation to do the works of a ministry, to take back America, because truth takes away deception. People are afraid to speak the truth. They're intimidated. They're like Peter before the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus ascended. He ordered his disciples, go and tarry before you try to do the works of the ministry. Very few people are tearing for the baptism and very few people move in the Holy Spirit. Very few people have power and authority. Very few people operate with boldness. They are cowards behind the pulpit. They don't dare to even bring a petition into the church. Let me tell you, I wouldn't go to that type of church. We need help. We're going to lose America. Join Eagle Saving Nations. Do what you can to keep me on your local radio and television station. Support us. We also have various intercessory prayer teams. One, Gatebreakers. It prays for the individual, their problems, and Soldiers of the Cross. We want to get 2,000 intercessors in every nation on earth to help us pray for what we're trying to do so that God makes a way where there seems to be no way. My phone number is 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Once again, 360-629-5248. You can telephone, leave a prayer request. Operators are there. Also, you can give any form of giving, including any type of credit card. Or send me a check. That's still good. Put on the check, WMI. WMI. Don't put my name. Put WMI. If you're joining Eagle Saving Nations, just put on the bottom of it, 
in that little memo area, ESN, Eagle Saving Nations. But address the check to WMI. On the envelope, World Ministries International, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, on the envelope, you could spell World Ministries International. You could just say WMI. PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. You could take one of our Bible courses. Over 300 courses, 120 professors. Let me tell you something. It'll take you right through your doctorate degree. You can take these courses online or in a campus near you. Shannon. And folks, remember, website, worldministries.org. I'm looking at the website now. It looks great. Folks, you can catch these programs on a, a variety of platforms. Go right there, and you'll get links to them. Brother Hanson, we want to thank you for letting us partner with you on this program. I really enjoy these broadcasts. Great word tonight. Do you want to close us in prayer? Father God, thank you so much. I thank you again for my friend Shannon Davis, Lord. Thank you for all he's been doing. I pray blessings on him and his family. Dear God, honor the desires of his heart. Let him go wherever he wants to go. Let nothing stop him, dear God. Travel wherever he wants to do it. Let nothing stop him, dear God. Again, help us both as we extend your gospel. Be with us, our families, our ministry, dear God. Again, pour out your bounty upon us, Lord. Let your listeners and watchers that watch and listen to our programs, dear God, let them be touched by the Spirit of God. Let them be set free. Let them find salvation, deliverance, and healing. Let them sow into the kingdom, dear God, so we can continue to sound the alarm fearlessly. Time is racing on. Countries are losing their freedoms. America will lose their freedom if we don't take action, action now. It takes more than prayer. It takes money. You said, again, to sow into the kingdom so that, again, we will reap a harvest. We're talking about the solid evangelistic prophetic message. Sow into those that truly do the work of the ministry with solid teachings and preaching, solid messages, not the distortion of nonsense to just manipulate people and strip their money from them. Bless the people that support us, we pray. We'll give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I say amen to that. We love you all. We'll see you next time, Brother Hanson. God bless you, Shannon. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us. Because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark 
with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you join hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248 and say a short prayer for us in your message and leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.